Hi friends, Owen Locke and Rick Talley here from Locke and Company Distilling. First off, we'd like to thank Sam and Jay at the Unfiltered Podcast for all they do in our industry, community, and more importantly, it's just good to work with great guys like them. Owen and I are Colorado natives. We've spent more than a decade perfecting our Aspenage rye whiskey, and we think it's well worth the wait. Rye whiskey usually isn't for the faint of heart, but we have to say this is hands down some of the smoothest rye on the market. That comes from our 95% rye, 5% barley mash bill and our unique aging process. We age our whiskey in smaller 30 gallon barrels for a minimum of two years. And then we finish the rye by adding hand cut and hand charred aspen discs harvested from our family property outside of Fairplay, Colorado. This artisanal process produces an extremely smooth rye with notes of light brown sugar, cinnamon to balance the spiciness of the rye grain truly delivering a taste like none other. So if you enjoy gold medal winning spirits, want to support small business, please consider making Lock & Co. Aspen Age Rye Whiskey your next purchase. You can find our Aspen Age Rye Whiskey at many bars and restaurants and most liquor stores on the front range and throughout Colorado. Check us out at lockandcodistilling.com. That's L-O-C-K-E at lockandcodistilling.com. Cheers from Rick and Owen. Where are we, Jay Schrader? Briar Common, is it brewery and eatery? I, was, yeah. I thought it was, I was going to say eatery, but yeah. I, I figured yeah. I'd screw it up, which I usually do. So, <laughs> And what's the address, sir, before you introduce yourself? No, that's all right. We're at 2298 Clay Street uh, here in the lovely uh, Denver, Colorado, and we sit right on Jefferson Park on the corner of 23rd and Clay. So. And if anybody's curious, it's exactly 0.3 miles by car from the REI parking lot. So, <laughs> oh, is it really? Yes, oh, yeah, yes. you can go that way. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's kind it's of a, a hidden jaunt up the hill. Yeah. Well, I did it in the car. <laughs> yeah, took it the easy way. Yeah, that a and, and sir, could you introduce yourself? Yeah, you bet. So I'm Kent Dawson. I'm one of the owners at Briar Common. Okay. Uh, we are three brothers. Um, so my younger brother Greg, uh, who. Decided to. He heard there was a podcast, so he got his ass out of town. Okay, so, fair enough. He doesn't do well in front of the microphone. Greg is on our list now. Well, we don't do well in front of the microphone either. <laughs> true, so, true. Yeah, uh, bless his heart. He uh, he makes all the beer. He's a one man show. Uh, so from grain to glass, no one else touches anything uh, except for Greg. Uh, yeah. That's okay. All right. So three brothers. Let's get into that because <laughs> if you've never listened to this show, we go everywhere. Okay. So is it just three brothers? Yeah. No sisters. Uh, we have a sister. She's not involved. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, like all good sisters, yeah, right. yes. she stays the hell yes. out of the way. The smartest one yeah. of all. Yeah, that's yeah. the way the Schrader brothers work. The, yeah, the sister yeah, has yeah. nothing to do with uh, any of the debauchery that you two do. And I'm one of three brothers, so I right totally understand. Yeah. Um, what's what's your, before we get into Briar Commons, like, what's what's your background in the industry? Yeah, it was nothing before this. Okay. So crash course. I, uh, um, I was in healthcare for about 10 years. Yeah. I'm still a... Uh, licensed physical therapist so ah. if, uh you know so i've always said if i want to work work less and get paid more i'll, I'll go back to that <laughs> do that um, but uh, this was a kind of a dream project for a number of years and pulled the trigger in 2013 okay made the decision to one just wanted to uh be an entrepreneur wanted to start my own business mm -hmm. and did a little soul searching and you know, it came down to what I was most passionate about. I'd been home brewing for 20 years okay. and decided that's that's what I wanted to be around. So 
So why did you not take up the, the brewing mantle and give it to so your brother? So Greg has uh, had also been brewing, so uh, by 2013, about 10 years. Okay. And just, I was kind of a kitchen sink brewer. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's try this. I'm going to throw this in. I'll do the calculations later. Yeah. <laughs> and Greg's the opposite. Greg's very methodical. Um, uh, it, it, he treats it very much like a science. Okay. And... Um, and you know, as most, and as a, as an art, right? And his philosophy on brewing is, is creating a, a balanced yet drinkable beer, a, in, with as few ingredients as possible. Okay. Like, how do you coax these flavors? You know, with the temperatures and the, you know, and all the dials mm-hmm. that you can that you can turn in the brewing process, to, to bring the flavors out of the least ingredients uh, necessary. So. And I would assume consistency too, if he's got that oh, scientific yeah. approach. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, and he, you know, he. He got that second-level Cicerone um, certification. He's a certified beer judge, okay. so he judges competition. So he has the the awareness of you know speci- you know specifically the styles. Yeah. You know what should the style taste like? And we're certainly in an age of you know kind of exploring new styles. Mm-hmm. And let's let's put a couple styles together and explore and experiment. And we we do a little bit of that. But I think the value that he certainly adds is that knowing kind of that baseline. What what should that lager taste like, right? What what should the body be like? What should the pH be? Um, just to create that 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 beer that you take that sip and you're and you're almost immediately ready for that next one. And that's the balanced, drinkable part of it. It's hard to do. And what uh, what background did Greg have prior um, to jumping into this venture with yeah, you? Yeah, a lot of drinking. Okay. Uh, hey, that's so, how we know, got no, started. No, Anybody sure. can do it. Yeah. Jeez, uh, I guess we should have tried a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> True. He, uh, so he was in education. He was actually uh, teaching English in South Korea for about 10 years. Okay. And in wow. 2013, you know, kind of pitched this to him. Uh, so he and his wife moved, uh, moved to Denver. Uh, we thought it was going to, you know, take about six months or so. Yeah. And three years later, wow. we opened the doors. But Yeah. So both of us. And, uh, you know, I think that's kind of a um, Garrett Oliver, who is the kind of that, the, I think he's still the head brewer at Brooklyn Brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's kind of quoted as saying, you know, that, that path to owning a brewery, there's always, it's never direct, right? You're, yeah. you're always doing something first. And you're like, I'm going to do something that I really love. And so it's almost... And I don't know if it's that way anymore because now there's all these brewing science programs, right, yeah. that, that really get people. It's um, almost generational, right? I was going to yeah. pose that question. Yeah. Like, is the newest generation of brewers, are they coming straight out of school and owning their own brewery or yeah. is, it, is it something else? Yeah, but I don't know because we're kind of, I think, you know, we're, you know, we were in this wave of new breweries in the Denver metro area between, you know, call it 2010, 2015, 16, yeah. um, where we were popping up, you know, a yeah. small bird Left and right. up everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, and I think Greg and I, we're, you know, we're a little bit older. <laughs> we were both born in the 70s. Uh, uh, you look younger than both Sam <laughs> yeah, and sure. myself, I mean, so. Sunscreen well, has done you well. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, yeah. Um, I'll tell my dermatologist. There you oh, go. There, there you go. go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was talking to these two guys on this podcast. We were drinking some beer and compliment. Yeah. Hey, you know um, what? Uh, doctors love hearing that people are talking to us because, yeah. at the very least, they're like still alive afterwards. So <laughs> that's a good point. Yes, they've done their job. Yeah. Right. That's what's key. But yeah, I, you know, 
It's, to, to answer your question, I'm not quite sure, you know. We, of course, we've had this little pause on breweries opening. I think I just saw that we didn't, and no surprise, we didn't have a single brewery open in Denver last year. Yeah, our boy um, Shikes. Crazy. Zero yeah, breweries yeah. last year, three yeah. already year-to-date yeah. this year, and what, like six to eight more on tap. But, right. yeah. yeah. So we'll see. But I think, yeah, you know, I don't, I, I, I really can only speak for us. And, you know, a few folks that I know that were opening about the time that we were opening um, were people such as ourselves coming from different careers, right, mm-hmm. and kind of looking at the opportunity in, in this, you know, in the hospitality business. So, Awesome. Yeah, man. And uh, we've already established where we are at. What prompted you and Greg to settle in the Jefferson Park neighborhood yeah. or adjacent to Jefferson Park. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, luck. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so back in uh, 13, 14, when we were really looking, um, this was also the time, I mean, we were the full rebound from the, the recession. OA was happening. Mm-hmm. Rest, the restaurant boom was huge. Sure. Right. And so there were, there, there was nothing. There were no spaces available. Rhino was still, early yeah um sketchy still <laughs> it's okay i think we can yeah. say it yeah no i still have photos of uh i zigzagged rhino in, in the summer of 13 and took all these photos and now it's those photos are unrecognizable right right, right. yeah um, you're like oh <laughs> look at that brewery they put right there well and that's yeah and that was kind of you know here another brewery's opening in rhino another in rhino and it was kind of like you know we i don't know if we want to be a stop on the tour um kind of want to be you know, one, we wanted to be in a neighborhood. Yeah. Kind of the idea of being a neighborhood spot. Um, this neighborhood, there was, you know, there was a lot of development coming. A lot yeah. of changes were happening. Um, yeah, we just got connected with our landlord through our broker. And he's like, hey, my buddy just got this building and is looking to put in a restaurant or brewery. And, okay. Um, so we got connected that way. And so, yeah, it did just, you know, I've been in Denver, I guess, since 07, 08. Um, and I didn't step foot in this neighborhood. I, I knew nothing yeah. about it. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've, I've heard stories. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, and it, 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 there, there was a lot of development coming, but it wasn't here yet. Okay. Um, and so it, it, among other issues, it took us a few years to get our, there were a couple very painful years after opening. Did you guys buy this building or did you no, lease? So you're, you're in a lease and, we're in a and lease. it still took you almost three years to go from yep. that's the one to yeah. opening day. Yeah. Wow. It took a construction. It was, there were, there was a lot of red tape. We had to rezone it. Okay. Um, the landlord had to rezone it. Um, there was just a ton of, I mean, we stripped this thing down to basically three walls and a partial roof okay. and built it back up. Wow. Um, it had just been not managed very well over the years so what was it prior i don't know if i missed that no no we did that offline and i (laughs) (laughs) decided to use the little boys room so that i didn't spoil the nice there you go yeah yeah, no so it was built in the in the 1890s no one knows the exact date but it was um um from the public records i could find it was the the local market the local grocery store oh um awesome story yeah uh and it was that way until the the, the 50s or 60s okay. and then it got a little sketch um, they added 
um, on the 23rd Avenue side. They added, you know, it was almost like a, a little strip mall. There were a couple different shops. Yeah. Um, and then it was there was a there's a neighbor has a, a photo of it. It was a, a a bar I think in the 80s painted completely orange because of course we're you know, three blocks from got, oh, yeah, got yeah, pretty good proximity to the Broncos yeah. 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 so it was com- all orange with blue, blue trim it was called the 50 yard line uh, oh really it was from what I can gather from I mean just just looking at how things were plumbed and routed I, I, not a place I probably would have gone to <laughs> yeah <laughs> they did everything they could to mimic the old mile-high ambiance? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> right. It smelled like an open urinal in here. Yeah, I was going yeah. to say, you just pissed in a big uh-huh. trough. Yes, yes. I, it may have been a bucket. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, it was uh, in the 70s. Uh, like, I, I think the, um, the registered name was an organic co-op or something. So, okay. Um, and then uh, soon after, it was a print shop in the 90s and early... Uh, 2000s, and then right before we had it, uh, it was a um, wedding dress consignment shop. Okay. So it's been it's been a neighborhood. You know, one of our our we wanted to be a neighborhood place, and we wanted we were uh, really committed to taking a space like this yeah. that's been around a while and and give it back to the entire neighborhood, okay. not just wedding dress shoppers, not mm-hmm. just people looking for you know. Uh, she boos on a Bronco so, yeah, game day. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, you know, I think at this point, four and a half years later, I think we've we've had some success with that. So. What what drove the decision to not just do a brewery but also an eatery? I mean, and that what? came early. And okay. this was, I mean, so the big trend like 2012 was these really the really small breweries, right? The mm. nano breweries, where literally guys are brewing for. Uh, eight hours a day and and ending up with a with a keg of beer right and it's really like small scale boutique um and so that was the big thing because it's like the the entry right you only need a few grand right to, right, right. to get in and then it scaled up a bit because that was you know when the original plans was like yeah let's just do small and and then the the number of breweries started popping up okay. it's like all right well how do we how do we differentiate ourselves and mm-hmm. we grew up um, in Portland, Oregon, okay. and you have fond memories of going to some of the brew pubs around there, um, where they're brewing on site and they've got more or less bar food, but you kind of you got everything you need, right, 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 it, 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 the same seat, right. Um, and so I think originally it was it was kind of two sided, be able to um, uh, offer offer the food and the beer you know, in a small wine cocktail list um, at the table, um, but kind of on the business side too, right? When we were looking at, all right, if we just do beer, what's the what's the, the customer pool look like? And doing a little kind of gross, simple math. I was like, all right, basically, we're looking at 7% of the general population is is a craft beer enthusiast that's going to seek out sure. the brewery mm-hmm, and go. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right, well, if we have, you know, non-alcoholic beverages and we have food, mm-hmm. a kid's menu, whatever, right? So that 7% turns into 100. Okay. Yeah. Real quick. That's right? amazing. So it was, um, so that... On the business side, it was like, how do we kind of set ourselves, you know, to just to have a little yeah. bit more of a safety net? <laughs> and from that business angle, too, I mean, I think back to 12 when 
you're kind of identifying your first entry into the market. Maybe you hadn't opened your doors yet, but even as late as 16, when you guys actually first opened, not a lot of food places around here, especially of the higher end, more fine dining type establishments. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're close to federal and you can get a lot of different things on sure. federal and, yeah, yeah. you know, Lodo and Rhino are, are close, but I mean, I don't think that this, I wouldn't have thought of this neighborhood as a lot of food access and it, five it, years ago. Yeah. And it, I mean, unfortunately we lost uh, Sarto's during the pandemic, uh, which is yes. a few blocks away. Um, really great spot um yeah we've got a, a couple bars a pizza shop um but yeah there's not you know it's it's an interesting neighborhood where i mean we have our i guess they were calling it jefferson square for a minute where oh, yeah, sarto's yeah. was okay. so that's 25th and elliot so a couple blocks up and there's there's a an intersection of, of retail commercial mm-hmm. right there but you know we don't necessarily have like a you know a, a strip right. that people can walk up and down and you know so we don't even now outside of stadium events yeah we get we get no passive traffic we don't get people just walking by and saying hey let's pop in and really? let's maybe they're in an airbnb it's random right but you know the easiest example is and then i know it's it's a dated example but 16th street mauler or call it larimer square right sure. you're just walking down it's like that looks good. Yeah, we're, you can pick from a menu, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, so I don't think people are saying, you know, where you get, let's go to Low Hyde, let's go to Rhino, right. and let's just go explore and spend the day, and we'll just, we'll find something. Right. I don't think people are saying, let's go to Jefferson Park yet. <laughs> so, Maybe not yet. Not yet. I think it's, there's a lot, there's a lot more coming. So, um, and again, that posed some challenges uh, until we really got the word out and kind of got a name for ourselves. It was the times were, were pretty challenging. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you kind of first, did you expect that? And second, what have you been trying to do to overcome that? Yeah. We, so, no, man, of course, you know, you have this dream and you think, uh, I'm just going to turn on the open sign and we'll be right. crushing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, lines out the door. Yeah, right? Isn't that how it works? So that was a, that was a painful reality. So, uh, yeah, I mean, after about, not quite a year. So we had opened in October, got through the winter. Um, and by the time we got around to the summer and the rooftop was, you know, was consistently busy. Um, but there was, like in the middle of summer on a Friday night, there'd be like two tables downstairs in the dining room. The patio would be full. And, you know, and I'd do my rounds, talk to the tables, and it was... It was, it was always everyone's first time, yeah. right? And so, you know, of course, I'm thinking, why aren't people coming back, okay. Okay. <laughs> right? And, you know, and it was just one of those, one of those moments where you don't, you don't want to look at the online reviews and you just kind of want to, your head down. Um, what year was this? Can you give So us that a... was 2017. That okay. was summer. The summer 17. after you opened the doors initially? Yeah, exactly. Not okay. quite a year. So we got to about that point, and I was like, all right, that something's, something's wrong. Yeah. We're, not, we're not offering what people want to buy, okay. or they're buying it, and it's not, it's not what they wanted, so they're not coming back. Okay. So we, at right about our one-year anniversary in October 17, we did a pretty dramatic change to the menu. We got more uh, creative with the beer. Um, and started to see people coming back 
and they come back again and again, and we develop some regulars. Were you just doing bar like w previously? What were you doing? It was you know? it was uh, two hundred. It was uh, not approachable. Uh, we were doing it was too. We were doing um, beef heart tartare okay, with okay. grapefruit hollandaise. Oh, right. Wow. We were doing we were doing sashimi. We were doing. Um, grilled octopus. So, so you were Frank Bonanno and beer well, stock together. Wish, yeah, yeah, don't insult him. <laughs> no, no, but, but I know you're like you know certain. Know we your were, lane, I guess. We, and we didn't. Okay. And we didn't. We shot way too high. And if we if we had the right people in the right positions and we were executing, that the story would probably go a different direction. But we didn't. Yeah. Um, so we we were falling flat. And I and I you know I came to realize that when you put brewery on the outside of the building. There is a window of expectations of what that food menu is going to look like, yeah. right? It could be it could be the best food, right? But particularly a new place with no name, no chef, you know, big chef name. Mm -hmm. But when you put that menu in front of someone and, it, and it's grilled octopus and beef art tartar, and they think they're just going to a brewery yeah. and a pilsner so, or a, or <laughs> or an amber ale, yeah. like, like wait a minute. Yeah. Well, exactly, and so. I mean, I realize that it's like, all right, as soon as they sit down and see the menu, so we've disappointed them. Okay. Like, before they even order, oh. they're disappointed. So now that, now there's a big mountain to climb yeah. to overcome that, and we couldn't do it. And so our kind of secret recipe is basically with our food, it's, you know, so the buffalo cauliflower is our biggest seller, right? Nice. So it's basically chicken wings, right? Mm -hmm. But with crispy cauliflower florets. Um, and we do it on a, you know, we call it a skateboard plate. We do a swipe of, you know, our house blue cheese, toss yeah. it in our house buffalo sauce, and then we garnish with crispy scallions and crispy garlic and scallions. So it's it's pretty, but it's freaking buffalo wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> for so sure. So it's it's like I'm, you get it like right. So it's like I'm eighty, I'm eighty five percent there, right? I know chicken wings, okay. and I'm I'm only risking fifteen percent here with the cauliflower. And it turns out it, it tastes really freaking good. And it's a right? hit now, huh? It's huge. It's our top seller, right? So we're a brew club, and two of, like, our number one seller is buffalo cauliflower, and our number four is crispy Brussels sprouts. So cauliflower and Brussels sprouts are... <laughs> those are no, no, I mean, that's... <laughs> Hate to admit it, those are both things I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Oh, dude, I feel like every brewery has, has Brussels sprouts well, now for now that same reason. Now, because of Briar I mean, Common. It, but it's it's nice to sit down and have a beer and... And a Brussels sprout. Yeah. I want to get filled up on this and not necessarily yeah. chicken wings, right? I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the balance of an IPA and a, and a you sure. know fried cauliflower versus... A Coors Light and a bunch of chicken wings, yeah. I think. You yeah. Know, it's yeah, and I think that's kind of where we, um, it's, 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 it can be a challenging balance at times. You know, yeah. sometimes it's like, oh, whoa, 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 you tip too far into the restaurant world, or whoa, 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 you know, you're not, you know, you tip too far in the other way. So I think, you know, what we've found um, to work is that there's, you know, for our menu items and as we bring them out, I mean, at the end of the day, we're a burger joint. We've got three burgers that are, they're chefy. They're they're, you know, they're they're elevated burgers, um, but they're that's what we sell. Yeah. And we have yeah. a nice salmon dish. We've got a great hanger steak, um, but yeah, there's a I guess back to the question, right? It's we have to we have to play in this in this zone. Yeah. If we're gonna call ourselves a brewery, for now, right? And maybe we could be more risky and more adventurous and just say screw it. Right. Are you okay with that? I mean, what are you and Greg talking about when you're making these choices? Is it is there arguments? Is are there no? No. I think we, you know, 
and I think this is where you know some some guys get butt hurt a little bit but you've got to you know you have your dream your vision right yeah. but if no one's buying it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so much for your vision yeah, so. it can be it can be a vision but it's not yeah. going to be a money making vision yeah, so it's like Geraldo. our vision you know my vision was you know I want to start a small business I want to employ a bunch of people I want to create a great culture mm-hmm. you know get people to where they're you know they're able to you know buy a house or you know upgrade their car or whatever you know and and uh, support a family yeah. and just have a strong a strong small business and it just it's so it this one is is a brewery right that has food so there's nothing wrong with that either well and that's because that's i think at the end of the day i'm an entrepreneur that's mm-hmm. i mean i'm not i'm not hell-bent on necessarily um sticking to you know this is the vision hell or high water because honestly i don't know we, we probably wouldn't be sitting here right now if i held on to that that vision sure. I had when we opened. I want to ask a very selfish question. Question as a consultant. He's not going to give you the recipe to the no, no, buffalo no. call. Do you power. think that expectation for a brewery to be a brewery is a Denver, Colorado thing? Oh, is man. it the same thing that you see when you go back to Portland? Well, I, I, it's been a it's been a hot minute since I've been back there. You know, I don't know. I don't know, and I don't want to pass. I don't want to pass judgment on anyone. I mean, would I guess our expectations for beer are, are, they, so are they higher here? I I think um, to, I will say because I do have experience in Portland and Denver. Um, you go to Portland and you and you go down and they sell beer and the grocery stores have been forever. And it's IPA, 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 yeah. IPA, red IPA, red IPA. You know, Saison yeah. IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> the, the diversity in the Denver beer scene um, is incredible. <sighs> I mean, there's, you've got Beerstadt, right, that's doing just all you German, know, German yeah, right? Yeah. And you've got, you know, like Black Projects doing just sours. Thank and, you very much. Um, Comrade doing just IPAs. Right? And, I mean, they're, and they're and you've got Raices, so well, not really yeah. that far, doing yeah, Mexican, Mexican style that's right. stuff. Yeah. So you can. I mean, you can get your brews doing Belgians. Um, That's a good point. So, it, the fact, I mean, it is just a, it's just a beer wonderland. Here. Yeah. And that's, that's all I can say. On the, I will say there, there was a, I can't remember the name of it, but there was a, a brew pub in Chicago that had a Michelin star. Um, so clearly, right? Food, yeah, great food, qualities, sure. right? Yeah. In a brewery. They're closed. I'm not okay. sure what happened, um, but could could a could a Michelin star scale um, concept, you know, restaurant brewery succeed in Denver? I don't know. I don't Do know. you think? Hold on, I'm going to follow this up. Is that is that a culture thing? I don't know. Is that an education thing? I don't okay, know. you don't know. <laughs> I was going to ask. I mean, what, is it, what does yeah. it take? What it, do we have? Any Michelin? I don't even know. There's no Michelin. No in Michelin Denver. rated yeah. anything in Denver, no, right? Yeah. yeah. We've had, we've got some a couple James Beards, but um, yeah. I think the the point being right that it's attainable Uber, that ultra high level right kind of dining experience in a brewery. But I mean, do we see that stuff internationally though? Where where beer is considered this thing that is is up there with a, a fine wine or no no I don't think so no I don't think so okay. it's still kind of the it's still blue collar it's blue collar kind yeah. of the, kind of the you know and that's definitely changing I mean the the folks that we see throwing back beers here is is so inspiring. I mean, it goes to show what AB and Coors did for 100 years, right? Defining the culture of beer. 
and that's a, we're, we're just blessed here. We, we see, um, and it's nice coming out of the pandemic of people getting back out, but you know, just people, different backgrounds, ages come here and, and enjoy our beers. So. Is that diversity that you're seeing now, is that new to Briar Common from before COVID or do you think- We were seeing some of it You before. were seeing some of it already? Yeah. Okay. We had a, 2019 was a, um, a very good year for us, okay. just in a hundred different ways, including financially. So we got into 2020 ready to really blow it up. Kick ass and take yeah. names. <laughs> I think something else I think, blew it I up. think a lot of people <laughs> yeah. wanted to kick ass and take names in yeah. 2020. And yeah, we all know what, what happened with that. So um, so we're just now kind of getting back. We're almost, it's like we're, we're back to like March or February 2020 right now. It's like, all right, we're regrouping. Um, we are even now we're busier than we've ever been. That's great. Um, That's but we amazing. are, yeah, I don't know. We've, and I don't, you know, with, with a busy business, you know, your SEO and people are finding you easier online. Yeah. So, but we are, we, we, we are, um, we see a great, um, I think a, a great diversity of folks, again, just kind of backgrounds and ages, um, that just want to, you know, it's not the beer. Right, it's not the beer. It's they're coming. No wonder Greg didn't want to stick around. (laughs) You can make some assumptions, I think, um, by the neighborhood and Mm -hmm. where we are, and what folks expect in 2021 of a place they're going to go out and eat and drink at. And this place is open. It's wide open. Like I felt, I'm vaccinated. You know what I mean? But you feel safe. I just bought ten new masks. Why would I do? (laughs) Why would I do that? The the you know the air is moving, and I wonder if that has something to do with it. Maybe not. It could be wrong. But it's this isn't a dive bar. You know? No, it's not. Um, you're in a you're in a highly concentrated residential, yeah. walkable neighborhood. It may yeah. not have been that way in 2016, or maybe not quite the the not what it color I mean, every, that it is now. But man, yeah, day, that's yeah. I think that's one of the reasons. God forbid I say this and have it recorded, but I think that's one of the reasons that I've probably driven by this location a number of times and not really connected the dots that this is, oh, goddamn, that's a brewery. Because there's so much other stuff going on as you're driving through this neighborhood. There's so many other people to see and things to do. Yep. It's, for all intents and purposes, that's a good thing. But um, it also probably has a lot to do with the diversity and the makeup of your clientele. I don't know. Yeah. Well... Whatever it is, it's it's working for now. You're okay with it. Yeah. You're not going to yeah. bitch about it. <laughs> so let's talk. Should talk about, about non-beer. Let's talk oh, about. Well, no, we talk about beer and talk about uh, cocktails. Well, I was going to say, let's talk let's, about booze because let's be yeah. respectful <laughs> of Kent's time. We have about ten more minutes. Yeah, he's so. got a life. Oh, we're uh, good. Twelve minutes. Okay. The garments don't lie. Okay. We have. Is that a Phoenix five? It, it's a Phoenix oh, three. Okay. Um, and I'm. These you guys are. I mean, later on, I'm going to have to have watch? you tell me uh, which download you use because I can't see. Mine on my own wrist, but I can see the time. The glow on yours is way better than mine. Okay. Right on. So it's probably because it's old and I beat the shit out of it. <laughs> it could be. It's good though. It's built for that, right? It is built for there that. You go. And at the price tag it, it that it comes be. from, it better last <laughs> I like more it. than a year. So. We need to talk about that off yeah, off air because yeah. I need to. I'm considering you need to upgrade. So. Yeah, yeah, I think go, so. Go with a heart rate monitor because mine doesn't have it. Okay, got oh, it. Oh, okay. That's the big thing. Mm. Anyway, right, sorry, yeah, so let's talk about question. booze. Yeah, they're offering more than just than just swill and pretzels here, right? Like I think of the last brewery that I was in. Yeah. They had a food truck, okay? Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. They had 
chips yep. and popcorn yep. and juice boxes for the kids. Yeah. You guys have what I, I haven't seen it yet, but what I imagine is a pretty comprehensive and, and good burger joint menu. You said they're elevated burgers and yep. whatever. But you also bring a whole new level, I think, to the brewery atmosphere by having a full bar, right? Yep. And, yeah. and a mixologist. Where'd she go? She's, <laughs> She's down there mixing. She's mixing, yeah. Um, so, I mean, how important was that when you guys decided to set out on this? Well, so in the beginning, uh, we had, I think, a red wine, a white wine, and... A no marina. That might have been it. Yeah, no marina. Uh, and we had just um, basic wells to make your basic cocktails. Okay. Uh, and then just over, you know, it's just probably about that one-year mark. And then going forward, um, we started to take a, a pretty significant interest in local distilleries. And so we have a very heavy Colorado um, spirit selection. Feel free to name drop here. Both people that we know and people that we yeah. would like to meet yeah. with. Uh, Bear Creek, huge. Yep. Uh, almost all their stuff. Mythology, almost all their mm-hmm. stuff. Um, 291. Um, just tried name, with them, yeah. Just to name a, a few. We've actually done... Um, a, a chef-driven five-course pairing meals with um, with Bear Creek and 291. Excellent. Nice. Where we pair food, whiskey, and beer for each course. So, oh, wow. When's um, the next one of those? Yeah. <laughs> How do I sign up? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah exactly. Uh, we'll let you know. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll record for that one. Yeah. But I we'll think try that, to. Uh, and, that, you know, then we, the, the wine list is, is more robust. And then, you know, with the cocktails, too, just looking seasonality of it. And I think that... That still goes back. It goes back to just really having something to offer everyone in the neighborhood, yeah. right? And that's, I guess, maybe, I don't know if I thought of it originally coming up with the name, but that's the common part. It's like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You don't even have to drink, and you can come here and, and enjoy the hospitality and, uh, and enjoy yourself. So, so I want to come back to Briar Common in a moment, but I just want to point out, and I'm, I'm assuming you've seen this already, but in 2016, you had grilled octopus and sashimi <laughs> and yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then you had well booze. Yeah, yeah. And then fast forward and yeah. it's like they went in total opposite directions. I mean yeah. it's what, what what drove the the booze side of that specifically do you think Be, beyond something for everyone? I mean, yeah. you said Marina's your mixologist and I think specifically a Bear Creek distillery is always the first place I think of a, a mixologist. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So um we didn't have the recipe right. I mean, when we opened, ah. we just we didn't have it figured out. We didn't know we didn't know what people wanted. We had the we had the food, which we talked about, and the beer was, you know, I guess could be called pedestrian, right? They were very well brewed, but it but there were no marshmallows in it. There was no chocolate in it. There was Not no risk. There was nothing. There was nothing that got people excited yeah. about trying it, right? Um, and so now, I mean, we were almost. We're almost a fruit brewery at this point. <laughs> Where we've got, we've got a raspberry honey blonde. We have a watermelon wheat. We have a blood orange hazy IPA. We have a blackberry imperial stout. Tanya's gonna be pissed um, I didn't bring her. <laughs> she said she's like, if I, if you think I'll like it, bring me something back. Yeah, nice. We'll, uh, no, 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 no. Trust I know, me. I know a guy. I'll figure it out. Yeah, but but dollars, but yeah. it always makes me laugh because I yeah. was like, well, you have two things that I brought you home <laughs> the other day that. You haven't done. Yeah. So it just it, it to answer the question, it's really what what people want, what yeah. people want, and and where we're at, and the people that come here, 
Um, from, from what we know is they want a really good burger um, that's, you know, for the, even, you know, the, the sauces, the ketchup are, are made from scratch, nice. right? Um, the ranch is made from scratch, right? And in a, in a comfortable environment with a wide selection of, of alcohol. And that, that's, what, that's what people want when they come here. I can't speak for any place else. And so what we did is made it available. And, and so we sell a lot of all those things. Awesome. So, so we, we're sitting adjacent to Jefferson Park. Yes. We're close to Mile High. Mile High. Yeah. And we're in, what, Low High adjacent? We are just south, yeah. We border, so Spear separates Low High okay. and Jefferson Park. Okay. Yeah. So where does Briar Common come from then? So the, the Briar comes from, so Greg, Travis, and I, and our sister, we can't forget about her. Right? Sure. Uh, we grew up in uh, a little suburb of Portland called Sweet Briar. Ah, and awesome. Family, Drami, that's got kind of split up over the years, and then we kind of came back together, and that Briar was the thing we had in common. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of just a, a nod to, you know, the family, I guess. I like and, it. Yeah. It's a really cool name. Yeah, it is. I dig uh, it a lot. Especially the story behind it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, what's it like, by the way, running a business with your sibling? <laughs> Are we done? Uh, Greg left. I mean, <laughs> Greg yeah. left. Never mix family and business, right? As I work, uh, I help my brother out too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's actually it's it's been good. So our third brother Travis is on the West Coast. Okay. Uh, um, so it's really, uh, you know, my role is um, it's really overseeing the the operation. Um, we have a, uh, so Heather Jaggers, our director of operations, so she runs day-to-day. Okay. Okay. We have Sabrina, who you met, who does our marketing. Billy does our front of house. We've got DJ in the kitchen, so we've got you know, a, a solid team. So really early on, Greg and I determined that you know, it wasn't going to be both us doing the beer, and it wasn't going to be both us managing the operation. So we're like, you know, you, Greg, you, this is your skill set. You do, you do the beer. You know, just make that great, and I'll worry about all this other shit stuff. You can say, oh, we saw yeah, we actually have been cussing this no, whole time. I know. No, I mean, we didn't get into that actually. It's been so long. Since I know. We usually, we usually that's a disclaimer mode. at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yeah, f bombs are usually encouraged. Yes. yes so, if you want to squeeze a oh, couple man, in before the like end, for yeah, 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 yeah. I bet. George Carlin. I bet his cutoff time just got extended by 15 minutes. That's awesome. Do you ever miss? The brewing side. I mean, you said you were a home brewer for almost 20 years. I, and I did enjoy it, but I think uh, um, I'm in a I'm in a sweet spot right now. I yeah. mean, my just you know, it was it was the planning, and then those first couple two three years um, were 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 challenging for any small business owner, right? Anyone starting something new and that, that's struggling, but we're in a I I don't that's that's hard work, right? I mean that's and, you know, as most say, like, brewing is 90% cleaning, 10% actually brewing. So, yeah. like, the glory of dumping the, the bags of grain, you know, into the mash tun. At 5 like o'clock in the morning. Minutes, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. like 2%. <laughs> yeah. you got to clean all that stuff. So, um, and Greg, so he does such a great job. He really, um, uh, really understands the science. So, it, I mean, we can talk through a batch, uh, and he'll know how to, to modify and, and create the recipes to get really what we're looking for. So um, I couldn't, 
yeah, one, I don't, I don't miss it. And two, I just, I can't imagine myself like firing up the whole pot at home and doing a batch of homebrew when I've got, you got know, the whole you've got beer that tastes good here, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can drink as much of it. I've got uh, kind of easy access here, so. Man, I need to find a brother with a brewery. That's yeah, what right. I need to find. I know. Yeah, Home I know. Run. yeah we can support your brother. We can get him to <laughs> Jesus. Moving back and get him to start a brewery. Yeah, no. He would take it seriously. <laughs> he needs something. He does need something. He's been teaching online for the last year and a half. You wow. Know? He so needs... you're, you're, you can... You can give his brother shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, wow. that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have nice. Hell He's, him, we're, so. we're all, it's weird. It's, it's, I, I, it's really like there's five brothers, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. And, yeah. and there's only two of them local anymore. Yep. And we're yep. the only ones that can put up with each other. <laughs> For uh, sure. Uh, two, yeah, two uh, less standing. Uh, awesome. uh, what events do you have going on this summer you want to promote? Anything yeah, big? Man. Well, we're just kind of, um, the events are just getting kind of back in the online, yeah, right? You so really plan for We're just talking. I think we're going to hit the... So Brews Brewing, they're do it. They do a used to right a Belgian beer fest yeah. every oh, yeah, summer. Sure. So, um, of course, it didn't happen last year. They postponed this year's, but it looks like that is that's going to happen. Okay. Um, we have it sounds strange, but we have a great partnership with the Children's Museum. They okay. do evening events, fundraisers. Not um, strange at all. That's awesome. Yeah. So we always they. I mean, oh my gosh. Anyone take that my has kids to, to the zoo. Yeah. You yeah. Gotta, I mean, you got to come up with something. Well, so. and anyone like. Any organization that essentially manages children um, are very well equipped to manage breweries <laughs> that are coming in for an event. That's a good point. Uh, wow, I, mean, they, I never thought about you that. You always kind of know, and it's like, okay, that's a that's a brewery putting on their first event, or the children's museum. I'd sign me up for the children's museum yeah. every time. You just show up, and they're that's like, awesome. They tell you how many paces to take and take a left, and um, so we have a great. They're just down the street. I have a great partnership with them, and um, and we're starting to plan. So we'll have our five-year anniversary in October okay. uh, and Sabrina's working on getting uh, getting possibly some permits and doing a little block party down that's awesome. at, uh, down at the curbside nice so um, there goes my parking spot yeah, yeah. and Marina's right. done done <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah man well Kent Dawson thank you so much uh, for having Jay and I and yeah. uh, we'll do a cheers to close yeah. this thing up. Oh, we haven't done guys. a cheers and, in a while. Uh, right on. Cheers. No, everybody, get to Briar Common. Uh, get you some beer. Get you some food. And uh, sample a, a mixology drink. Take just whatever you want. You know, a burger. Right. That that cauliflower sounds good to me. Fuck with the waiters a little bit and order some grilled octopus. I know. See what happens. <laughs> see if they got it. Uh, yeah, just tell them you saw it on the on an online menu. <laughs> <laughs> that worked. Awesome. Thanks, Kent. Well, uh, I appreciate you both. Thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for so coming much. Out and I appreciate you guys' time.